Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Welcome back to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. In this series, I'm taking you guys into my book, Manufacturing Demand, a book that I recommend to everyone listening. Since the book was published in 2012, what I'm doing in every chapter is giving you a little bit of update, a little bit of color commentary in regards to things that have changed since the book was first published in 2012. Let's dive in. Chapter 7, Analytics, Keeping Score of Your Success. Do you know why sales gets the big bucks? Because revenue can be directly attributed to their performance. Well, can marketing's performance be tied to revenue? And finally, the answer is yes. Every marketer who boards the transformation train, even the creative team, needs to know that the ability to measure and report on marketing's impact on revenue is essential to change the perception of marketing from a cost center into a revenue center. More than half of all CMOs say that their top challenge is quantifying and measuring the value of the marketing programs they execute and the investments they make. And that was in a CMO council study that was done in Marketing Outlook in 2008. And you know what? Over 14 years later, it has not changed. It is one of the most challenging things in marketing, but it's essential. A marketing automation system that's integrated with CRM enables you to measure performance all the way from click to close. And that doesn't matter whether it's HubSpot, Marketo, Eloqua, or some of the Salesforce solutions. Every good marketing automation system that's integrated with CRM properly can offer you that measurement all the way from click to close. So here's the thing. When you start to apply scientific precision to your process for capturing, scoring, nurturing, and closing prospects, you're going to capture a heck of a lot of data. Conveniently, the data we capture on prospects as part of the process of manufacturing demand also contains the quantifications and measurements that we can use to demonstrate the value of our own activities. Although the fact that you're amassing this ton of data and it's daunting, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for us as marketers because it also contains the metrics that matter. The path to demonstrating marketing's contribution to revenue starts with rigorously analyzing marketing performance and measuring how effective your marketing campaigns have been and how much they've contributed to the pipeline and to revenue. And what I'll add is that most of the marketing departments that we work with at BDO Digital have people responsible in marketing operations for analytics and for data. We're seeing that in mid-sized companies and certainly in enterprise companies. And if you are a marketer in a smaller organization, you need to think about someone who's got that rigor within your team to really leverage the data that you're capturing and the methods for capturing that data. So to get the respect we deserve as marketers, we must show how we actively drive revenue and profits. And I can't underscore that enough. It's essential to define and deliver the right metrics that demonstrate the value of your marketing team, as well as to help you better target and refine your efforts. Evolving into a metrics-driven marketing culture takes a commitment to assigning resources for defining those metrics and reporting them. A marketing operations team, your marketing geeks, 
provides the central focus that's needed. This team is an internal, dedicated resource for developing and orchestrating the process and systems that enable efficient and effective marketing. More specifically, marketing operations staff members must develop and manage the internal marketing processes that ensure smooth strategic planning, financial management, marketing performance measurement, including dashboard development, marketing infrastructure, and overall marketing excellence. But what should you measure? Well, start with the end. I could fill literally a bookshelf or two with books devoted solely to the topic of marketing metrics. There are a ton out there. However, none of the ones that I've read give the specifics or examples to guide you on demand funnel metrics, campaign attribution, lead scoring dashboards, or how to set up effective reporting for showing marketing's ultimate contribution to revenue. So I'd like to get you started on what to measure and report on. And sadly, there's no simple solution to showing you how to measure. The how isn't hard, it's just that every marketing system is different and I'd have to dedicate separate chapters to cover each of the main leading systems that are out there. So instead, I'll offer some specific advice on what you need to do to capture those measurements. So where do you start? Well, like I said, start with the end in mind. That's worth repeating. You start with the end in mind. And what I mean by that is what you're going to be presenting, not only to your team, but externally to the organization as well. If you start with that end in mind, then you can build a set of PowerPoint slides or Excel reports that will show you what you want to measure and report on. And you can use those as a way to share with the team that needs to help you build those analytics. So for example, let's say you want a pie chart showing each key channel's contribution or MQL volume. Well, then you need to capture the channel that MQL originated from, right? Makes sense. It also means you need to capture the originating channel on form submission and pass that data over to the CRM on lead creation and preserve it when the lead is converted to a sales qualified lead, essentially as it's moving from object to object within your CRM. So by starting with the end in mind and then kind of working backwards on what you'll need to capture to produce that metric, that makes the process a lot more easy. So making that process happen is not necessarily hard in today's systems, but the point is that you've got to start with what you want to report on and then figure out how and where you want to capture it for reporting. Since the focus of this book is on manufacturing demand and lead management, I'm going to stick to what you need to measure in these areas, but I'll also provide you some other resources that will help you in some other areas. So be sure to check out our resources on BDO Digital's website. And we'll put a link to some of that in the notes of this podcast. Depending on the complexity of your environment and what marketing automation system and CRM system you use, you might need to use a separate business intelligence tool to aggregate and analyze your data. Many will find that they can get by with just the reporting analysis tools integrated within your marketing automation and CRM system that you've chosen, but others will need additional tools as well. So let me start with the bad news. Marketing analysis is still characterized by some very rough terrain. It's hard. Unlike financial analytics, there are really few, if any, agreed upon standards and definitions for measuring and assessing marketing performance. There are no generally accepted accounting principles. That's where the term GAAP, G-A-A-P, comes from because accounting and finance has standard principles that they must adhere to, but we do not have them in marketing. 
So models, comparisons, and benchmarks across different organizations are really scarce and have some inherent limitations. So what makes it more challenging is there are really no commercial ready-made solutions for marketing analytics. Instead, there's really a broad assortment of tools and that, you know, our various, uh, as I say, marketing geeks inside marketing operations can use. Now we've come a long way. There are better analytics platforms specifically for marketing today, but each of them I find still has inherently a lot of customizations and adaptations that you need to make in your environment. And, you know, I want to sadly acknowledge that the, the truth with respect to presentation tools for marketing analytics really still is Microsoft Excel and PowerPoint. They are here to stay. Their utility and ubiquity mean that marketers must accept their limitations in exchange for low-cost adoptability. So there's good news around data and around analytics. The mountains of data that we're accumulating in our marketing automation and CRM systems, in these collectively hold the insights that we need to demonstrate the value of marketing in concrete, measurable ways. And to measure what you can base decisions on and measure what you will be asked to prove, namely what? Marketing's contribution to pipeline and revenue. If you're asked how the trade show went, the right answer is not the booth looked great. The right answer should be, our efforts generated 127 inquiries that are going through a post-show nurture and 12 MQLs or marketing qualified leads have been handed off to sales. To be effective in tracking and reporting, we need to focus our efforts on what I call the three C's of marketing analytics. What you can count, what counts, and what you can count on. I would add a fourth C since the time that I wrote the second edition of the book, and that is how you communicate it. And I wish I could go back in time and add that as the fourth C, but I want to make that point today that even if you know what counts and what you can count and what you can count on, ultimately it's important how you communicate this to the leadership team. Unlike the days of really estimating billboard impressions and readership reports, you can count virtually everything going on in marketing today. So what you count is easy. What counts is more subjective, but at a minimum, you'll want to track channels, lead sources, campaigns, asset consumption or content consumption is what I mean by that, funnel metrics, lead scoring distribution, and contribution to pipeline and revenue. What you can count on depends on three things. How well you set up your tracking systems, how consistent your marketing efforts are in showing predictable trends, and how well integrated your marketing automation and CRM system are to pass the right data through from click to close. So I have more good news for you. You probably don't need to track and calculate as many analytic measures as you think. The weatherman can give a forecast in five minutes despite that person having an enormous amount of meteorological data available to them. And so similarity, when our counterpart, the CFO, presents information to the board of directors, only a few key financial indicators are discussed. As marketers, we need the same approach in defining our own key performance indicators. These include marketing's total impact on pipeline, sometimes called the funnel, our revenue, and the contribution of each campaign. What metrics are right for your business? And that can be a difficult question to tackle. Start by interviewing the executive team, like the head of sales 
and other key stakeholders? What types of information are they expecting from marketing? Executives really don't care about open rates, click-through rates, and page views. What data will truly be helpful to them? And when in doubt, leave it out. Of course, you, and I really mean you, should measure the impact of all marketing activities, but don't feel the need to report on anything that is not directly relevant to organizational decision-making. Although it may be thoroughly advisable to track it for internal marketing purposes, be sure that you don't report such heavy tactical metrics to the executive team. I can't stress this enough. You need to emphasize financial outcomes over marketing activities to aid in the transformation of the perception of marketing from a cost center to a revenue center. And there are three major types of marketing analytics or key performance indicators that merit careful scrutiny. Let's start with the first category. These are what I call executive KPIs. These are the stats that your executive team wants to see. They should cover the entire demand generation spectrum. Some of the top ones include marketing source leads and opportunities, which is how many leads are generated through marketing, someone who is not a customer yet. What are the top channels and sources of those leads? And how many opportunities in the pipeline were sourced by marketing? The next is marketing's contribution to revenue, which is how much of the revenue that closed during a period can be directly traced back to the campaigns and channels that marketing is responsible for. The next one is marketing's influence on opportunities and revenue. And admittingly, this is really a softer metric, but it's one that is gaining favor with a lot of marketing pros and business executives. If a sales rep generates a lead independently and enters it into the CRM system, and marketing nurtures and engages that lead, shouldn't marketing measure and report on the influence it has on educating their prospect and the effectiveness of the nurturing campaigns that the prospect experiences while continuing through the demand funnel. There's a key opportunity to show marketing's influence on re-engagement. All right, the next category of the three categories after the executive KPIs are demand funnel KPIs. And these are metrics that help us understand the velocity and efficiency of our demand funnel by showing us a few key stats. First is prospects and contacts at each stage of the demand funnel. How many prospects entered each stage of the funnel during a given period of time? And is this number trending up or down? A sidebar here is that when sales looks at their pipeline, they look at the amount of revenue that's every key stage of the sales funnel. And that's essentially what I'm suggesting to all of you is to create an extension of that pipeline called the demand funnel and measure the inventory, measure the amounts you have of each of those key stages. You also want to look at stage conversion rates and you want to report on how many prospects move from one stage to the next. And I will tell you, this is more difficult to do unless you really know the recipe for doing this in your systems. But if you can get there, you'll know your stage conversion rates. For example, the inquiry to MQL conversion rate or the MQL to sales accepted rate. By knowing what these conversion metrics are, you can see whether you need to make any changes to improve upon them. Also calculate like broad jump stats. How many leads convert from inquiry all the way down to sales accepted lead or from marketing qualified lead to close one? As you get really good at this in marketing operations, you'll have much greater ability to look at these stage conversion rates. What's the average time that a particular record stays at each stage? Measuring 
how long the average prospect spends in each stage is going to tell you the velocity of your demand funnel. And this data is especially helpful for comparing to prior periods. The next I suggest is lead scoring distribution. You know, create a bar chart showing how many A, B, C, D, and E leads there are in the system. And if you don't use a alpha type ranking system like that, that may be hard to do. I know a lot of you use what I would call progressional lead scoring, where you just use a number for lead scoring. I don't consider that best practice. I do consider it better. And the model that we implement for our clients is a ranking system of A, B, C, D, or E. And then you can look at the bell curve of how many are in each area. That bell curve is going to tell you a lot about the effectiveness of your scoring system, as well as the effectiveness of your demand generation programs as they tie to your ideal customer profile. Next is campaign performance. And this is a tactical measurement that shows how individual marketing campaigns are performing. How many leads did a specific campaign yield? What channel or lead source is the most effective? How many opportunities did a campaign channel or lead source deliver? And then lastly, you might want to see how much revenue each of those campaigns delivered based on the channel or lead source. I hope this time together was helpful and inspiring in terms of turning you more towards being a revenue marketer. If you have any questions or looking for support, you can always turn to my team at BDO Digital. This is your host, David Lewis. Thank you for joining me on this episode, and I hope you listen to the rest of the series on Manufacturing Demand. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.